0: What are we going to talk about today, guys?
1: Taking it over the world.
2: Um, um, the tech companies are going to get broken up by the US government. Oh, fuck
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's um, talk about
2: that. Uh, Facebook uh, is getting rid of QAnon. And um, supposedly they're banning political ads, but only after the election. The so, <laughs> most Facebook solution of all time. Yeah, let's uh let's put the fire out of our house next week. You know, it's uh it's too late. But um, yeah, yeah, like said, it's, it's the most Facebook solution to a Facebook <laughs> problem. Um what else? See, I wish uh I wish we did this at a different time so that more people were awake and in Discord. Yeah, but then we
0: yeah.
2: could. But we can record a different time. Sure. When does that work
1: with my work? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm
0: sure there's different hours in a day that we can all w- make this work. But let's not talk about that right now. Um, it kind of is what it is. Um, I also think people don't know about this, maybe. like I mean, yeah, I I'm did. not I mega active play. in Discord. But, I didn't um, do ad channel. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's just uh, me do down. it like this and we'll see um, if we can schedule it better next time. But um, for now, it is what it is it's funny you started oh and you started by saying uh, uh taking over the world or something
1: yeah yeah oh shit
0: and now that i think about that a little longer this is a little bit of a tangent. but um taking yeah. over the world is such a white people thing to say
1: <laughs> i was it referring has... to pinky and the bride but yeah that's that's fine Who we're white
0: Oh my God well, I mean, I mean, nice oh <laughs> What What I mean by that is is, is very conno- col-
1: col- colonistic. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Maybe maybe
0: we should bin that one. Like yeah, taking they over the world should not, never, ever be someone's uh, goal. I yeah, think it's bad. I agree for people. With that.
1: I mean, look at nobody my should should. Oh, oh my god!
0: Exactly, or That's Mr. Bezos. Exact.
1: Okay, so well, let's talk about the domination of all things.
0: Are we going to talk about what we expect for Apple's event? or
1: iPhones, 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 iPhones.
2: But yeah, sure, let's do that. The design director of WordPress is a fascist.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. That's a cool That's guy, a good
2: eh? One. A good That's one. one. That's somehow not surprising. Which guy? Uh, his name is Mark Urain. Oh, that guy. Okay, then. Um. <laughs> Big old trump and fascist.
1: Great. Gross. okay yeah let's uh let's talk about that and the big tech thing my god i feel like there's been so much shit this week but i can't tell if it's like news or just like covid
2: yeah I oh, mean like... facebook
1: taking down the uh, the real overtrust boards website what board oversight you know how there's like the oversight thing that they're doing and then this other independent group was like no we're gonna make our own oversight committee there's like a separate, independent oversight committee, and then there's the Facebook one that has done nothing so far. And it's like all these very famous political leaders and stuff. Uh, Facebook did a DMCA request against their domain name, so take them offline. <laughs> it
2: sounds <done> so Facebook.
1: <laughs> Please, send, I'm going to send you the, the. It's honestly, it's like incredible. Yeah. So they made a um, they made a committee called because Facebook has that oversight committee, right? The one that has not started yet because they're waiting conveniently until after the election. Maybe um, that's why I,
2: I haven't heard of it
1: before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they've been talking about it for two years. This is how, like, you probably heard of it at some point. Guys, um, mother boy. Anyway, I'll tell you about it sure um, Okay.
2: I feel like something else happened, but... Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, there's the, the Google Workspace. Oh, yeah. It's Which is better than G Suite. Like, objectively. Wasn't
1: there an event last week or something? <laughs> we could talk about Slack stories. Oh, my God.
0: Did you see the ugly shoes? Wait.
2: Oh, the Slack <laughs> shoes are so ugly. No, I know them? exactly what we need to talk about. What? Owen's article being referenced in fucking legal documents <laughs> for Congress. <laughs> what? I this is the border. Yeah, I
1: got, uh you know, there was that US, oh, we can talk about it on the show, and then I'll t- it'll be a surprise that way
2: let's start with that then hey <laughs> hey you're listening to charge tech podcast episode 149 the show that talks about tech and how it's shaping the world around us i'm one of your hosts zach grosser and joining me are
0: frieke Motti.
2: oh williams
0: hello friends how are we this week? Uh,
1: I feel like this was the most like... Do you have that thing where you start video calls with like people and you're like, so how are you? And then you're like, mm, I already know. <laughs> Bad.
0: Hey, do you... Talking about video calls, do you think the the video call is going to make a comeback this fall?
1: Uh, with people? Like people I know? No. <laughs> I like the idea of it, but man, I, like, I don't have the capacity for Zooms after working on Zoom all day. Like, I'm probably on
2: six hours of video calls every day. Really? Yeah, at least.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I keep trying to normalize, like, asynchronous meetings, you know? Like, just record a Loom video. Oh, uh, yeah, same. I've been doing it with my team. I record, like, a Loom video. And what we would uh, cover in an hour meeting, or even a half-hour meeting, five-minute Loom video. Yeah. And I just make it. I record my screen. I'm like, this needs to happen. This client's project is behind i started working on this so this is like based the rest is and then it's done and then i just send it to them and they're like cool thank you and then you get the email that it was watched so it's like even <laughs> easier you yeah, know here's
1: the thing that happens in our slack after somebody posts a learn video everybody argue in the comments for one hour <laughs> like, they argue? well no it'll be like oh well like let's discuss this thing and then like it'll be like a whole discussion and i'm like it's interesting that all of us are separately typing about this.
0: No, you you should make the rule that people can only respond in a loom video. <laughs> if you have something to say,
1: this you, is some you, set up a,
0: you set up a super camera and talk to it. <laughs> but um, actually, to me, this actually sounds really good because I can kind of imagine that it would even nice if you were people in the office because. Isn't it the most annoying thing when you're finally concentrating, when you're finally doing a bunch of work and someone's like, um, do you have a minute for me? Sorry, I hate working in an office environment. I'm just a sour person yeah. about that in general, but you know.
2: So the it's funny that we're talking about Loom because yesterday the head of brand at Loom, Stuart Scott Curran, who used to be at Intercom previously when Owen freelanced there. Uh, he tweeted the new Loom coming next week, 21 hours ago. So
1: next yeah, week we'll
2: up. we'll get a new Loom brand, hopefully.
1: Yes, I love Loom. This is actually a perfect time to talk about Slack Stories. I, like, I I can't not talk about this. First of all, I think it's funny that stories are like the the dead horse that everybody's beating like everybody hates it
0: wait 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 when you said slack stories i thought you were gonna say i I thought you were just gonna like pull anecdotes about slack out of your ass no
1: no slack is adding stories
0: adding stories
1: yeah yeah legitimately adding stories but like in a different (sighs) way like every time someone's like they added stories it's like a little bit not quite (laughs) What's actually going on?
0: I mean, do you remember when at some point, like the second place, whatever app, put stories in something and then someone made a mock-up, but uh, going like, ho, 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 no LinkedIn stories, no this story. It's all happening.
2: Oh, it is. Oh my God, that's right. LinkedIn added stories. I have personally Photoshopped stories into every Adobe software as a joke (laughs) one. I've seen the Excel one where someone Photoshopped them into Excel. Can I, can I say,
1: A, I think um, the stories format gets a little bit of like, hey, because it works quite well in some cases. Like, I actually think the Slack use case is kind of interesting. But also, B, yeah. I think, feel like everybody is, is just doing that because why not? Even Twitter has it. But um, I actually wanted to tell you an anecdote about LinkedIn really quickly. I know this is really <laughs> random. But last week at my job, we had young... Um, like uh, entrepreneurs come and talk we have like a town hall thing which is really cool and um we had these young entrepreneurs come in and one of us like c-level people asked um like what's your favorite social network and he was like it's tiktok right and they were all like fucking linkedin i shit you not these like 17 16 year olds are like i am addicted to linkedin it's all i use
2: all day i'm like what? (laughs) I have told this story before on the podcast, but very briefly, my partner went back to university. All of her friends are 19 year olds from school, all of her school friends. We had them over. They were playing this game, this phone-based game that was like, a question is asked and depending on what the card says, um, if you are like, if the question applies to you or doesn't, like depending on what it says, you have to drink. And it was like, Take a drink if you have a Twitter account, and I took a drink, and everyone started laughing at me because none <laughs> of them have Twitter, and it's it's a combination of them being nineteen and being European because I, yeah. I also feel like Europe Twitter is less popular here, just anecdotally um, as I meet people, but maybe that's the same outside I think of San Twitter Francisco. Is not that popular anyway. Yeah, yeah, remember. maybe it's that's like three hundred million San Francisco. Million and but yeah, and then people will just add me on LinkedIn. Or, or when I was at Figma and would host events in different cities, people I would just get like LinkedIn requests. Like wow, every event that I'd go to, it was yeah. crazy.
0: I think I've told about this talks about this before as well. But uh I deleted my LinkedIn account because actually I got the most perverts on LinkedIn from all the other social medias ever.
2: Ooh, I believe that, and that's gross.
0: <laughs> yeah, like. I clicked on someone's profile because Extremely I thought it gross. was. I thought it was like my ex boyfriend's then um, boyfriend, uncle or something, because they looked alike and had the same last name. And then I clicked on it. And I was like, mm, no, this is not that guy. Um, yeah, this
1: happens to my partner all the time too. It's huh? pretty. This is happening to my partner too. Like, it's a lot gross. Like this dude's just like heading on her and the connector. It's super yeah. weird. It's like it's like going to a entrepreneur's meetup and be... I don't know. Like, I don't even have an al- analogy for it. It's just really strange.
0: Just, like, I don't even know how to is, send a
1: connect message, let alone a creepy one.
0: It's like, are men okay? But like, I yeah. constantly think this in my head, so I don't know. Maybe it's my right, problem. They are. <laughs> um,
1: they are not. Anyway, so Slack, <laughs> Slack is adding stories. No idea how he ended up here, but no, Slack is adding long. stories.
2: Okay, so here's my problem with Slack stories. And okay. it's the same problem I have with voice messages, which the younger people I know like to use voice messages in like Mac. telegram and stuff. <laughs> Mac. Um, yeah. a five minute long voice messages
1: it's fair
2: it's, it's becoming more common and it's like oh, yeah. i'm not always in a place where i can just play audio on my phone
1: well often i get them when i'm in a meeting like, because i'm old but
2: <laughs> yeah but you get them in a meeting or you're in a living room watching tv with your partner and you're both on your phones i'm not gonna play something with audio on my phone i usually use the bookmarks on twitter just to save videos for me to watch later where i'm like yeah, i yeah. want to see what this tweet is about i'm a just save it. And then when I'm at my office and I've got my headphones in, I will watch those bookmarks. And it's like, if I get a Slack message, I can like, it's like I, it, I'm on my phone. Right. And even though I shouldn't be working and it's the evening, I get a Slack message. I can at least see it and maybe reply to it. If I get a fucking Slack story in the middle of the night, in the evening, in the morning before I'm in the office, and it's not a good time to listen to audio I'm not going to see your fucking messages and it's that's part of the benefit of Slack is how quick communication it is. So I I like literally don't get this because it makes a bunch of assumptions of what your work setup is.
0: Okay, but think about it from this side. Maybe because like what this sounds like to me like I I haven't seen the product and I don't know exactly how right. they implemented it. But um um what's it called? if it is like showing a little work in progress or showcasing what you've been working on, for instance, if I think about Slack, I have two types of slacks. I have friend slacks. uh, Oh, three types, I guess. Designer Slack, So with other people that also make stuff and then work slack. Right. And in, especially in in those last two categories, I can kind of imagine how cool it would be to be like seeing work in progress from the designers in my design slack or uh, just showing a little tidbit of what i'm working on to my clients so they know ah she's working on this right now but then that also kind of feels in a way of um uh, you know oh did i am i not You're, there yeah yet? your
2: audio dropped out of discord
1: uh, uh, i just turned ones, on um screen sharing so people everybody can see this window of squadcast which is very meta but that way they can see my work uh, and they can also see frederica for those listening, we're live streaming this for the first time properly, and it's kind of fun. Um, Not the first time, just please. in a well, while. Yeah, but like we actually said advance notice this time. <laughs> so anyway, um, so here's here's my take on Slack Slack stories. So I keep wanting to say Snap stories. This is the thing that's messing me up, first of all. Um, I like the idea for async video uh, stand-ups. That's kind of like what, how they position it, and you can do push a talk. We as a team are a little bit struggling getting used to async because anything like that is built in out. Sorry, it's outside of the tool. It's not built in, which is like it's really hard. We spend all day in Slack. It's really hard to get it full buy in if it's not in Slack. I don't know about this feature, though. I already, like, when I make looms, I'm already, like, having to re-record four times because I'm so not used to it.
2: (laughs) Really? Oh, no, it's my favorite format. And I try not to be so precious with it. You're not making a YouTube video. No, I am. (laughs) No, but you're not. I mean, it's not... Especially when I'm using Mm mm-hmm with it. Oh, I've never... uh, I haven't dove into mm-hmm i feel yeah um can
1: i just like say what i so mm mm-hmm is that thing where you can like make um i don't even know how to explain it like you can put uh your slideshow behind you or like up next to you and every time i do it i feel like i'm like those far right youtube channels that like are talking over the news and i'm like talking over very boring slides but every time i'm like hello i am the host smash that like button
0: <laughs> i was gonna say see zach you you are actually a born youtuber like Me? you should Yeah. You shouldn't be oh so crushed about it. Da, 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 da. Like it's easy. Da, 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 da. It's great. I should be back in the in the um Discord now. What happened was I accidentally connected on my PC because I used that to look at the chat. Um and then apparently you disconnect from the other side, so sorry.
1: I think I think it'd be interesting. Let's move on to Slack. I'm bored of talking about Snapchat. Sorry. You know,
2: I, I would have a, <laughs> a, a YouTube channel if it weren't so fucking noisy in my co space. Yeah. Do you hear I mean I'm sure everyone can hear the background noise. It's um it's not ideal, obviously. Right. So, so Owen <laughs> I, I saw what is about to happen. <laughs> your fucking name show up from the US Congress. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody what happened?
1: Oh man, what a weird thing. What a weird weird day that was. Um okay. So the US government released well, the U.S. House Subcommittee on Antitrust has been doing an investigation, the House Subcommittee, sorry, they've been doing an investigation into anti big tech antitrust for about 18 months now. And, you know, it's kind of been like burning away in the background, but nobody knew what was going on. And they released a 400-page report focused largely on, I think it's Apple, Google, sorry, Apple, Alphabet, um, Facebook, and Amazon. So the biggest companies and they basically got all these documents from them. They did all this work to research them. And it's uh, this report, I still cannot stop laughing every time I say this to somebody, but this report, it's like 400 pages long. It cites a shit ton of people and I open it. I'm like reading this thing because I'm a, I'm a, a masochist. I like reading these US government things. And I'm like, I wonder if, I wonder if like, I wonder if one zero is in here. So I like control F for one zero, which is like where I have my column and it's like owen williams blah blah, blah. i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and so i'm like click again it's like it's me again what the fuck <laughs> and sure enough i'm cited in this damn report three times Amazing. Uh, which is amazing nobody else from one zero just me <laughs> sorry um and so what i mean by cited is there's sections so like when they're talking about different things sometimes they're talking about like emails they did discovery from internally and then they're looking for like external news sources to back up the like assertions they're making and so the two articles that, that got cited by me were um, one was relevant to Facebook so uh, the section was talking about Facebook and how they acquire their competitors to just like absorb them like it's an anti-competitive move And so I got cited about the acquisition of Giphy and how it was about data. That one was cool because it's very recent. I was quite surprised by that. Um, But then there's a whole section, which I was really surprised to see. And we can talk about the conclusions of the report. But uh, I was really surprised to see the section about web browser technology and how apple is anti-competitive because of safari on ios i'm cited bloody twice about that uh, because i wrote i've written a few times and i'm sorry for everybody who hates reading this shit at this point but (laughs) i've written a few times about how um before apple was letting you change the browser how like it was dumb that you couldn't change the browser but also that uh, every browser on ios is actually just safari <laughs> underneath. and then i also wrote earlier this year about how on ios 14 you can change your browser to safari safari or safari even if you're choosing chrome and but bo- like the the webkit article was cited which was really cool like i actually thought it was really interesting to see it and they basically said the committee found that apple to the point of my article uses uh The adoption, like because you can't compete as a browser on iOS, they intentionally don't implement features like WebRTC properly, which would allow you to do video calls in the browser because they want people to build native apps. And so what they do is they intentionally avoid key stuff like they'll half implement everything or whatever. Anyway, long story short, that was in there. Um, The conclusions of the report. Honestly, this is the biggest piece of evidence against big tech in history. Uh, the number one question on everybody's minds is: Will anything happen? Probably not. <laughs> However, I think the biggest, most important thing about this is that now there's a there's like a land landmark report that in future, if governments want to do something, they've got it like the resources there. This government's not going to do it, <laughs> but uh, like Biden, Biden, um, uh, uh, Kamala Harris, like might, for example. However, right now, like. If anything, it's a big report about assertions of what's wrong with the industry. And so, like, I'll stop talking in a second. But honestly, the recommendations are wild. Like, one of them is like, antitrust law is so broken, we might as well just rewrite it so we can actually do something about this. That was the first one, which is crazy. The second one was like, um, companies like Facebook, Amazon, and Apple actually should be broken up so that they can compete fairly. So the app store should be separate. Amazon Web Services should be a separate business. Amazon's like basics thing should be separate. I agree. Uh, And then there's a few other conclusions in there that like they shouldn't be allowed to acquire companies that compete adjacently in the same vein. So like Apple, for example, if they would try to acquire Peloton, shouldn't be allowed to do that and that the government should default to that it's a monopolistic move rather than the other way around, which is what they do now. And so,
2: anyway, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> one of the arguments around that was the, well, the argument from the tech companies and lots of people in the tech industry historically has always been that, um, you know, one of these companies acquiring um, a smaller, newer technology, the idea that they would argue is that increased in- innovation. It would increase the attention to the sub, sub- the the segment of the market. Yeah. But with the research that Congress pulled together and the argument that Congress made here or the subcommittee on antitrust, the house subcommittee on antitrust <laughs> it's a mouthful. is that they've shown that um, there's lots of VC investment and interest in, for example, um, the VR space until Facebook bought Oculus and then the VC market goes, they hedge against Facebook and they're like, we're not going to invest as much in VR because Facebook can throw any amount of money at the problem and put us out of business. And so that was the argument that that subcommittee on antitrust was trying to prove was no, it actually stifles innovation. And so that's one of the moves is the current, right. As Owen was implying the current, strategy right now is to default to this acquisition should happen. And then if there's like strong arguments against it, then it gets investigated as maybe antitrust or towards monopoly. But now they're going to switch that assumption. And this is really going to change the landscape um, moving forward of the assumption is they shouldn't be able to do this acquisition and then they have to argue why they should. And that's changing the the, sort of the onus of defense to Apple or Facebook or Amazon rather than somebody coming up with, hey, this shouldn't happen. The other thing is, uh, was really interesting is there was this conversation around um, Bill Gates talking about why, I think I heard this on the Vergecast, like Bill Gates talking about why Microsoft never, never made Android is because they just been hit by that huge antitrust suit for internet explorer. Anyway. And then my tangent on iOS Safari was just that, um, we were talking about Amazon Luna last time and that's their game streaming service and how they worked directly with Apple to change some of mobile Safari specifically to support it. And then I just read this morning that X cloud is also going to come to iOS.
1: Okay, that's mm. wild and I have so many questions. What do they know that we don't know? <laughs> because maybe maybe Safari has improved to the point that you can do it. I think it requires like webRTC controller input in the browser because that was something that didn't work before. Apple seems to have allowed that now. Um and then something else. This would be huge. And I suspect the reason that this is happening is Apple is doing that thing where they do that like they give you like just an edge every time that somebody implies like, yeah, they're doing something bad. So, <laughs> but I'm it's great. I think it's really, really good for everybody. I think, like, Stadia, and for example, is inherently a web browser-based thing anyway. So, it makes sense that this that would be the approach. Why the fuck would it go in the App Store? And Apple, to be fair, Apple changed the rules on these streaming services in the last two weeks, right? So, instead of outright banning Stadia and... The new Amazon thing, Loom, Loom, or whatever. Because so, they're obsessed Luna, with naming
2: <laughs> fake digital things after women. So it's like. Ah,
1: okay. So, so, like, those things are both browser based, right? And it makes sense that, like, I'm oh, sorry, Apple changed the rules that now you can do a streaming service but you have to list each game individually which is hilarious so like if you want to put halo so apple uh sorry microsoft has halo on xcloud they would have to list a whole app for halo which is just streaming for xcloud it's insane
0: that's weird <laughs> it doesn't
1: make it any sense it also sounds
0: very inconvenient and very annoying to be honest
1: and also, it's like an empty app with a video stream in it. Like, Netflix doesn't have to list, like, <laughs> Love Actually as an app. Like, what is happening? You know what it,
0: this is another, like, one of the, those examples of, like, would it be cool if, and then you think of this future that seems so amazing where things are just available and shit. <sighs> and then the reality is just so much more... Stupid. Well,
1: this reminds me like uh, this is an interesting parallel, and I will stop talking about this in a minute. But to voice assistants, where it is fully technically possible to run Siri, Google Assistant, and Alexa on the same speaker simultaneously. You know why they're not? (laughs)
2: Because they're all competitors.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And guess who doesn't want Sonos to run Alexa and Google Assistant simultaneously? Which one do you think it is?
2: Apple. Uh, uh, Apple. <laughs>
1: uh, no, Apple's not involved. But that I mean, true. Um, no, it's Google. They don't want. They don't. They wouldn't let Assistant on the Sonos without. It being only one. I think time. it's only
2: a matter of time. Google always falls over on those things. Oh, they now. Google is
1: suing the shit out of Sonos. I don't think it's no.
2: Happen. But I was just gonna say, like, think about the Google app experience on iOS. At this point, it's like, oh, well, this is a really fucking decent experience. And it's originally they were like, well, we're not going to deliver that same experience there because we want people to come over to Android. But they saw how <laughs> ineffective really that did. is because Apple does that. And it's like, yeah. no, if you show people that all your apps are really good, they might want to use your operating system, too.
1: It always makes me laugh that, like, Apple Music is on Android just because, like, Beats was there <sighs> and Apple wasn't quite fickle enough to remove it. But they also just won't remove, It so won't add any other it's apps. It's so buggy. So, just for yeah. people
2: that want to use Apple Music on your Android phone, just go to music.apple.com because you can yeah. play like it's it's Apple music but it's browser-based and same with Apple TV plus you can do TV.apple.com and you watch in your browser and it's way better than trying to fight with the Apple music Android app
0: <laughs> yeah
2: wow. wow just to just to jump back real quick like Owen said about the antitrust case like who knows what's gonna happen? probably nothing yeah. At least all these companies are a little bit scared now.
1: I think in the midterm something will happen. It's just it won't there won't be an immediate outcome. Like I think this report, this kind of thing takes a while to fizzle and like people to understand it. And like right now there's a pandemic, I get it, it's like probably not the most important thing to break up tech companies right now. Although they don't seem to be doing anything else either, so um but let's like I think that we'll actually see the ripple effects um further downstream later like i think these tech companies are on notice if anything like now if anything they'll probably change their behavior as a result or at least like try and give the illusion of it because like, like fitbit acquisition is still going on this one of like google is trying to acquire. You know, this is
0: funny i was talking about fitbit recently i was thinking about it as well because they are still doing the, the whole acquisition thing because i was thinking again yeah, again as my quality thing goes i was thinking about getting an Apple Watch. What's new? Um, and then I was thinking about Fitbit <sighs> because I was thinking ma- the main reasons I want an Apple Watch is because, you know, the health things, uh, the tracking and those things. And then I was thinking, yeah, Fitbit could be good, but I haven't thought about Fitbit for a long time. And indeed, they're still in the in the process of getting acquired, I guess, which is kind of
1: yeah, Europe keeps stopping it so
0: but the thing is like that that's detrimental for your product because while this is happening like it's really hard to you know go full force uh with your product the whole
1: company is just trying to pretend like nothing's changed because it basically hasn't
0: yeah so Um, buying a fitbit right now is like kind of like buying old tech with no certainty if it's gonna stay you know in business
2: Right. And to Freddie's yeah. point about it's hard to run your business that way, like oftentimes you're getting acquired and you're running out of cash. And so yeah. if you're held up waiting for your acquisition to go through, it's not like they can fundraise right now. Exactly. So it's like they're just stuck with whatever revenue they have. And so they might end up downsizing quite substantially before the acquisition can go through if they don't have any money
1: right well exactly anyway so all of this is say this report is honestly like if you're interested in like tech platforms and you're a masochist like me it's actually really interesting report there's a lot of good stuff in there like it's a shame because it's a lot so much information that it's hard to even summarize it and that's why like i think you haven't seen a lot of discussion about it but there's some good shit in there including emails from zuck to people and like and there tim cook is quoted as saying, "Like he, um, Apple doesn't give preferential treatment to developers, but then, like one section later, he's giving preferal, preferential treatment to Baidu. <laughs> like it's honestly oh, like they just email like some guy at Apple and they get it. And he's like, he gets asked if it's preferential treatment, he's like, no. <laughs> it's So funny. Um, but it's genuinely interesting from in that from that perspective. I think." If anything, we'll see companies adjust to based on what they see in the report. Like I think Google, for example, will like I think they will adjust the way that they act. I'm not saying that they'll be more competitive. I'm saying that they'll try to give the illusion of it.
2: There, there was also um, Jim Jordan is a neo-Nazi in Congress, and uh, he went on this like tirade about um, anti-conservative bias on Facebook during this all these hearings and um but like what's what's the way it's supposed to work is um congress people write reports about these things to sort of bolster their arguments it's like the facts to back it and that's why like what Owen was referenced in mm-hmm. was one of these reports and so like he spent all of his time railing on anti-conservative bias which has been proven not to exist but um <laughs> or to yeah. exist in such a small amount that it's usually like anti-liberal bias is what's actually happening on Facebook, right. but um, or anti-democracy bias, if we could yeah, go yeah, so yeah. far. And so I think that's why the report hasn't been released by Jim Jordan and staff, because it's not factual. But it seems to be the only thing that conservatives care about when Facebook comes to Congress.
1: Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So, <laughs> I just I just have to say one thing. I, I tweeted about the live stream that we're doing right now and uh Pedro tweeted a screenshot of what it's like to listen and it's got the mic button and it says suppressed <laughs> <laughs> With, like the permissions in Discord so that we can record this are set up that like other people can't talk. Which <laughs> I guess makes sense. But it just like, it's such a UI. Flub. It's beautiful. Flub.
2: Anyway, oh. flub. I mean, disc, Discord's turning around, but they used to have a real fucking problem, too. They, yeah, that's an interesting
1: product. Um. Anyway, so Antitrust happened.
2: <laughs> it keeps happening.
0: I don't know what you wanted to talk about, Owen, but I was going to talk about the, the big question that Zach actually asked last week about who's going to buy more hardware this year. And then promptly, like a day later, he's like, <laughs> I bought a new thing. So maybe oh my God. It, and can thing. we yeah. talk
1: about what, how he got owned by that new thing? Presumably we're talking about the keyboard or is it something else? Oh no, that's, no, oh my God, We had to all went, talk oh about when? the keyboard because Zach, <laughs> you bought a magic keyboard and you can't return it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, as I said on the last episode, I bought the iPad keyboard the yeah, 360 euro oh. one. It, it, it wasn't solving any problems for me. And for that much money, I was like, I'll return it. And then, um, so when I worked at the Apple store in California, the return policy <laughs> was 30 days. It. it turns out that that is a California law. Oh. And the return policy for Apple online is 14 days everywhere outside oh. of California and including here. And so uh, I waited too long. And I was really just putting it off because the part of Amsterdam where the Apple store is, is very touristy and popular. And I understand that tourism is down, but I was still like, it's the worst. I don't really want to, you know, wear a face mask, bike over there. I had, the store wasn't open yet before work. So I was like, ah, I'll fucking go after work. Anyway, I just kept not doing it. And then obviously the time passed. So right now I'm currently using my iPad stand, I had Magic Keyboard. But no, uh, last time we talked about hardware, and I was like, who's buying everything? Nobody. And then um, I thought a little bit more about the Surface Pro X, the second gen of it. and Well, actually, I ordered the Surface Laptop Go. Yeah, And then I was like... Why did I return my Surface Pro 7, which I bought last year? And then I was like, I returned the Surface Pro 7 because the fan was so loud. Because <laughs> it really is. <laughs> that's what happens, and I was yeah.
0: Like, that, that's why you asked me about the the loudness of the fan on the Surface. Uh, I don't I don't really have issues with it at all. It's quite quiet. Hmm. Well,
2: I did some thinking, and I was like, what do I want? I want a Windows computer. I want something that can run PowerPoint well. I know that's not a bar that most people are looking for, but my job is to make presentations. So I was like, it would be nice for it to do the whole Adobe Creative Suite, but it's not a requirement for me. So I was like, the Surface Pro X is probably the device I want. And when it came out, I did want one and ended up getting the Surface Pro 7 because I was worried about it being a first-gen device, yeah, yeah, the Server yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro X being a first-gen device, the ARM processor, limited apps, all that. I'm in a place where every device I use, with the exception of grudgingly my MacBook Pro, yeah. all of my devices are ARM processors. I have a Pixel mm. Go that I work on, I work on my iPad Pro, I have a OnePlus Nord, those are my primary devices. And I was like, why not just go all in? So... I'm getting the Pro X. They have the new chip in it. Apparently, the graphics are improved, but we won't know until people get units in hand.
1: I will but I have think one. you're getting one. Oh, I can't confirm more than nine, But <laughs> by the time you hear this, uh, yeah, we'll have one. <laughs> so it's yeah, just,
2: I agree, um, you know,
1: but... yeah. I I don't know. I that platinum. Like I, the platinum color. I don't
2: know. It looks like you're getting um, a platinum one.
1: I assume so, because that's what's the new color. They always give you the new color. I, it looks like, um, did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? It's like the color of the Cylons. Yeah. <laughs> Very reflective yeah. and like cool metal vibes.
2: I ordered the black one. Yeah, I have the black one. By my biggest problem here is the Surface Laptop Go came out in cool colors. And I'm going to be honest with you. So they didn't release any of the colors in the Netherlands. If you (laughs) order
1: here, they just they were like Dutch people don't like the blue one. (laughs) Like, how does this work?
0: uh, This is definitely like a thing logistics thing, thing. right?
1: Yeah, Yeah. excuse, like they don't want to stock that
2: if they if they haven't tested it yet. If the laptop go came in that sand color in the Netherlands, I would have not
1: bluish one.
2: No, it's the like rose gold. Oh, sand is rose gold. I would not have canceled my order for it, hmm. but I can't believe the pro X. They were like, we're adding a color. It's silver. And I just, I I don't, <laughs> you just saw Apple release multicolored iPads and everyone's like, that's worth buying one for. There's no joy really? anymore. Like, the reason I have a fucking pink laptop is because I wanted the pink laptop. Like that's what
1: I'm bummed I about. Feel,
2: yeah. Just do something more fun.
1: Silver and
2: black, come on. Everybody
1: does silver and black. I want like bright red, like some weird shit. Yellow, I'm
0: happy with that. I want
1: weird shit. I just want anything in black. Yeah, but like the cute pinks are cool. Like, I would buy that. Like, I think there's some like Google has the best colors of things, they just don't release laptops anymore. So, you know, anyway, Pro X2 is I think Pro X2 is cool. I think, um, I use the Pro X original one, which only came out a year ago basically every day. Um, I think the new one. So the biggest issue of the first one is you couldn't run like X64 Windows apps from ye olde times. Um, so you could only run like emulated Slack, but like in the slow mode. And I think the new one will be able to do X64 emulated apps like
2: Apple Silicon will be yeah. able to. And so that's not a differentiator between the it first is.
1: One and the second. It is. Oh. it is. It only works on the SQ2 at first, but it's coming to all of it um gotcha oh uh, i think it only works on the sq2 in november and then it will come to all of them so it is not a in differentiator
2: you're windows right. preview you have to yes. subscribe to it but preview, it's, it's
1: quite just- big i think it means it competes with apple silicon right because the whole point of that is that you can run stuff natively and i think that will be a big game changer because you can actually run photoshop at normal speed even if they don't cross compile it to the new architecture Look, like, hot take, and then we can move on because I know nobody gives a shit about chips. (laughs) Um, um, It's interesting that Microsoft actually released a new version which tells me they're serious about it rather than when they released the Pro X to me, that was more like, hey, Intel, get your shit together or we're serious about this. (laughs) That was kind of the signal to me because I was on, and I can't really talk about specifics, but I was on this, like, hilarious call with Intel a while ago when the Pro 7 came out and, man, they were defensive like it, really? the whole slideshow was like them comparing the pro 7 to the pro x and why intel is better <laughs> like i can't tell you anything other than that but like it was hilarious i think it is microsoft saying that they're serious i think i'm impressed that they made a second gen one i'm curious to try sq2 biggest flub in my opinion and this is not a surprise in any way is that they were like the new model is like an upgrade And they still sell the old one. So, like, when you're buying it, it's like, do you want to buy the old one or the new one in the configurator? It's like
2: kind of weird. It was super confusing. I I do appreciate the thing. SQ2. (laughs) I I do appreciate they didn't call it the Pro X2. Yeah, yeah. It's just a chip.
1: It's just a chip.
2: Yeah, I I appreciate that because. I think if anyone has seen the episode title from last week or listened to last week's episode, none of these companies can do branding. Okay. They all fucking suck at it. And so Microsoft yep. being like, here's the product you can get. the actually
1: talk about something that's quite funny that's adjacent to that. Is Microsoft, you know how the Xbox Series X is the worst possible name ever? Microsoft keeps accidentally publishing marketing materials saying get the new Xbox One. <laughs> no instead way. of the Xbox Series X cuz they keep cuz there's the Xbox One X as well.
0: You know what's funny with these name things, I mean, we talk and laugh about this all the time, but I I also I always think, wow, now they really did it. This is the worst name. <laughs> Do you remember when the iPhone came out and it was basically called Tennis?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was Oh yeah, oh. the Tennis. And then there's the <laughs> iPhone 11S XS Pro Max.
0: So <laughs> I have a
2: question. I have a question for you both, and anyone in Discord that's listening to the live stream. When the iPad was announced, everyone criticized that name too, and I can't decide if we just all got used to the bad name, just like we do with all these other yep. we bad brands. Answer. Nobody actually it, cares. But I'm just, I'm just wondering. Like, do you think the iPad is a good name, or no. is it just we're used to it?
0: If we don't, definitely name. used to it, but I don't, I don't like. It's especially not like with the iPod and then the pulled yeah, and okay, then the true. iPad. Like, it's just, it doesn't like make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I mean, iSlate or whatever the hell also wouldn't have made any sense. But, you know, like I'm not a namer. But um, uh, as
1: a person who names things, naming things sucks. And I see how it ends up like this. But I do want to say that um, from Discord, I agree with this, that the iPad lineup is really confusing. Name aside uh the the like, yeah. ad- additional names the ipad pro there's literally eight of them and it reminds <laughs> me of the like macbook a few years ago when the macbook they just like kept adding them and being you like don't, you don't oh here's wanna... the new macbook it's just called macbook
0: but you don't <laughs> even want to like, know which how one often... they're like no it's
1: not the macbook Air. Yeah, it's the macbook <laughs> it's smaller than the macbook Air, yeah, but it's the MacBook." <laughs>
0: But also, like the new the new iPads came out, right? The new iPad Airs that they look really cute, don't they? Yeah. But um, you don't don't even (laughs) want to know how often I get messages, DMs on Instagram, like, "Hey, what iPad do you have? And do you think the new iPad is also a good option for illustration?" Sure. I I honestly don't know what to say because it's really hard for anyone to distinguish. What makes a good iPad for illustration?
2: hundred yeah, percent.
0: The only thing I know that's different about the iPad um, not pro. Not pro. See, this is already annoying. Air versus the pro is that they are smaller, they have colors, and I think Future-ish. this screen is maybe it's has different.
1: a yeah.
2: The screen is the refresh huge rate. Difference. Yeah. it's a lower refresh rate, it's a different technology and it's a slow it's a it's a thicker bezel so it's a smaller screen in the yeah. same body. Right. So
0: just speaking
2: of while well, we're shit talking names real quick. The Microsoft Surface line. Okay. Surface so so Laptop got Go. The Laptop 3, the Laptop Go, the Pro 7, the Pro X now with two variants. The Studio, studio. the Duo, But my favorite product in the whole lineup is the Surface, which is their giant wall-mountable interactive hub, you mean? Board. You mean the $12,000 computer that I definitely
1: would buy? I thought it was just called the Surface. Surface Hub S2. Oh, my God. Um, We should also talk about that they have something called the Surface Neo coming, so it's just like a straight-up nightmare. So I read a rumor that it got shelved. I think it's shelved until Windows is ready. I think it's still kicking around. I saw I think... something
0: about it recently, I think. Yeah they, yeah, they postponed it, does... it
1: to 2021.
0: You know what it is? I think the the Surface Hub is such a good example of... Uh, sometimes you see on Twitter like an, an image of um, what the future... What people yeah. in their 30s thought the future looked like. And then you see, like, this is what they thought 2020 was. And, like, to me, the hub is, like, a thing that you could see in a picture like that, you know? Like, oh, we will yeah, be yeah. drawing on the walls real. with our fingers. It's <laughs>
1: actually real. That's the cool thing. I mean, you know what's funny is um, it competes with the Google Jamboard, which is, like, this other Google whiteboard thing. The Google Jamboard, Jamboard is the absolute worst. We have so many of them at Shopify. It is a $12,000 potato. I, it, is, it has a frame rate of five FPS. The like drawing on it, it like lags a good inch behind where you're like drawing on the screen. It's yeah, so, yeah. so unbelievably so, bad.
0: A little bit before we move on yeah. from the 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 frame rate, um, that's actually actually the big thing, and that's why you should not consider buying an iPad Air if you're looking to actually draw on it, especially professionally, um, because the frame rate is the thing we need for drawing really. Got yeah, it. because that made the iPad so much better when it went yeah. from the first Pro to the second Pro. Like, that made it heaps better. The, the the screen technology is just so insane on that one, but it is kind of a shame because if you use it for drawing, you don't need actually any of the other Pro features that much, really. Got it. Uh, except for the screen. Uh, and I like the, the roundy, roundy
1: beautiful screen and the design.
2: But so Before we move on to anything else also... The Surface Duo, which is the, the no, sorry, the Surface Neo, which is the Duo, but larger and running Windows instead of Android. <laughs> Lenovo has been teasing their flexible one where it's similar form factor, except it's one foldable screen instead of two separate screens. That just listed, you can buy that oh. now. Um it is like three thousand dollars well i was just on their website i
1: thought that was fake i didn't even think they made that thing
2: i thought it was like oh
1: look at the 2025 concept the x1 fold okay does it run windows
2: Uh, i'm assuming it. yes windows 10 home
1: don't buy it (laughs) (laughs) this is the first time you're going to hear me say this on the podcast until the foldy boy windows is out if it ever comes out do not buy that shit the ui uh, windows has no idea how to handle a foldable that's why they were building the neo and th- i think that's why neo is shelved until next year is that because they were taking longer to build the it. because for- there was some crazy stuff in neo if you recall like they had that foldy keyboard that when you like put it on there the whole screen reflowed and stuff it was ah, i yeah. want it anyway um- it, um
2: it starts at 2500 usd and it ships in four to five weeks Okay, don't buy it. Zach, don't, don't buy it. it. <laughs> I know, I just bought... Well, so th- that's the other thing is I, I'm not convinced the release dates are the same in the in no, North not. America and Europe for there the Pro be. X. Oh. Because my Pro X doesn't ship until the end of October.
1: No, that sounds mm. about right. That okay. sounds about right. It's yeah. after Laptop Go. Um, I have a time check, but I want to talk about one last thing before we go. I have a maximum of 10 minutes. So... uh the Apple event is next week, I believe.
2: Yep. Freddie, um, what do you think is happening at the please Apple? Please tell
1: us what you think is happening.
0: I think we're finally gonna get the iPhone of my dreams.
1: Which one's that?
0: And I'm not gonna buy it. What is the iPhone <laughs> of your dreams? Um, remember the iPhone five? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the design like the iPad Pro, the current oh, yeah. one and the iPad Air now, I do guess. Do we think
1: this is gonna happen?
0: Yes, I think it's gonna yeah. happen. I think it's gonna be the most beautiful iPhone we've seen in a while. Look how stupid, uh, giggly I get from this. I, I mean, hope it's they add be, eight more cameras. <laughs> I think it's gonna be nice. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. Uh, and I don't want to see it because I do not want to buy new uh, a new iPhone because I already got I a hope. new iPhone this year. But um, if it's really worth it, oh, I might yeah. I might consider selling this one and just getting it.
1: There was also this rumors about the money, right? Like this, yeah which is hilarious because the mini is like not even a mini anymore a, a normal size phone. <laughs> it's like a
2: normal fo- it's like a pixel 4 but anyway yeah it's like it's all anyone wants is a phone they can hold in their hand I and think, every every fucking manufacturer is like bigger screen
1: <laughs>
0: yeah my I'm hands curious, are too so small
2: i'm curious what
1: they're going to focus on to try and sock sock i was going to say hawk this thing and i then decided to say sell and said neither of them uh this thing in a year of a pandemic honestly like i think great redesign
2: That's, cool That's what the Mini is for.
1: Yeah, that's, I think, why the Mini exists. I also think they're going to push subscription iPhone really hard this year. Uh, (laughs) And then I also suspect at the event that we'll see some new Apple Silicon stuff. I don't know if they're going to sell them. I have a feeling that it's not ready. Because there
2: has been zero leaks about it. So, when do you remember when the iMac went the second redesign of the imac when it was aluminum and they did the, the whole body the one first yeah. the first fusion drive which yes. we don't <laughs> ever buy one. Of those. Oh my god i
1: remember it it was like such a good idea on paper just the absolute no. worst i yeah.
2: have never felt like i wasted my money so much as when i bought an imac with fusion drive that thing sucked <laughs> um but they announced that one and it was like months same with the yeah. imac pro it was like months until it came out i think that we'll get an arm imac or at least at least the mac mini that no, they I did the think. development kit i think, I think, I think we're it's gonna get laptops i think it's you think laptops. So? no yeah. I, think I don't we'll think they something. can
1: get the performance that people want the only reason they did the mac mini is to hide what they're actually working on we'll see <laughs> But I don't think uh, that they have the stuff for it. Anyway, regardless, I think we'll get a like insane hype reel, and then it will be like coming 2021, and you'll be like, "Yeah,
0: come on!" <laughs> so, do you think the air tags are finally gonna come out?
1: Yes, you think so? They look like um these like do you remember that there was these collectible little things uh in the 90s that were like little flip coins or something? I can't remember the name it's of them. Pogs. Pogs. What? Oh. Okay, whatever that was, they look like. <laughs> but we
0: that. got the though.:
1: <laughs> I think so. By the way, on the AirTags thing, that was in the antitrust report. They apparently oh. last year fucked tile over, making the experience really bot, just as they were planning to introduce AirTags. Like, there's all these mm. crazy pop-ups that are poorly worded that make you think your privacy is being violated. Anyway, so um, that was funny to see in there. Yes, I think there'll be AirTags. I think there'll be an iPhone. I think there'll be a sizzle reel for a Mac, and we won't find out when it's coming out. I would be so happy to be wrong because I think people will lose their minds if they can't buy them before Christmas, but <laughs> we'll
0: see. So, there is one more thing that's rumored from Apple, which An is air interesting. Air power. Not the air po- No, I mean, air power is never oh, going to yeah. happen.
2: No, no, no. Um, uh, so, I read a rumor that <laughs> air power is happening, but it's proprietary. It's not the Qi uh, wireless. More. And so, it will not be compatible with any other wireless charger. But. Mm that's how they managed to figure out the heat thing is it's a different technology altogether. Cool. And yeah, they might go that direction, which who would be surprised. So what's the other thing
1: that freeze hunches on?
0: So the other thing apparently, and I'm not sure about this one and I don't think, I think it's early, but they are think like one of the rumors is that they are bringing out headphones.
1: Oh yeah. No, I a hundred percent believe that. I mean, they have a shit ton of headphones already, right? Mm -hmm. Like,
0: yeah, yeah I over mean, the ear. Uh, but like the apple beats, branded you mean that instead that of that. beats yeah
1: fuck that's funny that they have beats and they just like release some of them on- <laughs> apple brand. that makes sense they were i remember a rumor about over ears last year they just kicked all the competitors out of like the ac- actual apple store which i think is a shame i always liked browsing the headphones that apple curated actually yeah, like i know i know why they're doing it but i remember going to the store and being like oh well if these logitech ones are here they're good enough for me
0: yeah um, exactly
2: which they- was cool the like you, you know, like the going, you, yeah. you, you like hit the they called it the red zone, yeah. for the employees. You hit the red zone, you get like your Apple product picked yeah. out, and then you move to the third party shit. And yeah. it's like,
1: buy some more things.
2: I loved that too. It was like fun, and it was yeah. cool to see like all the music stuff that I'm never gonna buy, but like still, it was like fun. Oh, to yeah, see. I bought a pair of headphones from there before,
1: and it was just cool to see what was on the market because it's like not the same as going to like Best Buy sucks. So, like. You know, um, so th- I think that's a shame. I think you're right. They're going to do it. It's going to have their proprietary chip in it. It all makes sense to me. The, th-
0: the reason why I think it's not going to happen now, but it will happen in the future, is because I I mean, like, uh, the thing is with leaks is like, usually they're pretty yeah. solid and we kind of know what's going to happen. Right. And if I look at the leaked images for the headphones, they don't look like Apple yet. So oh, oh,
2: interesting. interesting. I think it's interesting you say that because the leak I recently saw had the price leaked. So they're going to mm. start at 349. And oh, I yeah, I saw that too. If True. that's what's leaking, then it's close right. to launching. So I don't know. I, I think I would put money on them coming out this week. But
0: they say they're going to be called watches. AirPods Studio.
2: I like Apple. that. I mean, they had Beat Studio. Uh, yeah. I actually I owned a pair of Beat Studio.
1: I, yeah proprietary headphones it's a, it's a thing
0: we'll see we'll wait, see
2: wait don't you have this the surface headphones Owen? i've no i have
1: the buds but oh. they're not you were good.
0: very excited for those though
1: i was excited to try them they're not good <laughs> they're at fine. first you like, you're like they're
0: great they're insane i mean like, they sound oh, cool oh, you look
1: insane oh you mean the over ear ones yeah yeah. yeah. Oh, i really wanted those they're great i just have way too many pairs of headphones already i just can't justify it especially where, like i I already have like people who are on the stream. Nobody can see this, but I have like these gaming headphones for calls (laughs) now because like I'm like full on like (laughs) trucker mode, but it it makes a really big difference for calls. By the way, 500 meter range or something. Oh my God. They are for truckers, (laughs) but they're really great because like for all I'm on calls all day. It's
0: 500 meter range is such a dad thing to say. Such a North American thing. We're at the the dad part of this podcast again. Um, so
2: so one thing that you mentioned yeah. is like a subscription and we just got like apple one is probably going to be talked about at this event because it was pre-announced the last event but not available yet so this might be like the rollout of apple one and we've talked before about how surface all access is the singular thing that i want microsoft to bring to europe they because i xbox now hey I, did they
1: yeah, so now when you're checking out your Xbox this time for the first time, it's like, would you like to subscribe or would you
2: like to buy? Um, is that available
1: in Europe? Probably not.
2: That's what <laughs> I'm saying. <was> <laughs> <or laughs> all Access is this singular Microsoft product that yeah. should come to Europe. And I think if Apple is gonna do a subscription bundle, and we've talked about this before of like the student kit, the creator kit, the business traveler, and it's you know, depending on which one, it's which headphone set, which yeah. laptop set, which phone, and they can bundle that shit with a fucking Apple Watch and you yep. can pay out the That's coming. It's coming. I'm telling for you for it. That's coming. And that's what I'm saying is I think that's coming this this why they have the Apple card. This is all the infrastructure is there for it. It's just that. And
1: guess what? The pandemic works really well out for them because it makes people feel like they're spending less money when they secretly are spending more. And mm. I think that's why they're going to push it really hard this year. You're see, like, I think that's why the Xbox is a subscription this year. Is they, like, It's a pretty hard sell on a year as bad as this to get, get people to go out and buy a $1,200 phone. Like, even, I even, don't know.
0: People are staring at it all day.
1: Yeah, that's true. Even but more. I know for myself every time I'm buying something right now I'm like, should I be spending
2: this money as little as sure. I have. I bought sure. the like the OnePlus Nord because it was 3.99 yeah. and not because it's the best phone. Yeah. So, it, I think that's
1: why they're switching the subscription. I think it's a perfect timing in terms of what well, perfect being it's it's miserable, but like it's a it's a good angle for them and it makes it look like it's cheaper. Um on that note I think we should wrap up because I yeah. now need to go and drive my fossil fuel vehicle across the city which I am uh-huh. not do. Um, but so, just one
2: more thing like I just want to say Apple's going to do this and they're only going to do it in America for the longest time. Oh 100%. Yeah. I mean I hate that. Have you <laughs>
1: looked at why the Xbox one is only in America until recently? It's because they can't offer these things. Technically, because they're actually loans, loans. they're loans, and and like it's, I assume, really complicated because you can't technically subscribe to hardware, assuming because of legislation or something. So it's always backed by some debtor with insanely generous terms to make it basically. They're not uh, generous terms. They're well, like okay, sure, don't miss a payment. That's the thing, and it's not like a that's the thing with the Xbox as well. To be clear, is you you have to pay the whole time. You can't just like not keep paying. Like it's a it's a loan. <laughs> like you can't just sign up like Netflix and cancel it when you don't feel like it. That's not how it works.
2: I'm gonna change the subject just because you're time limited. Yeah, um, I gotta, I gotta Freddy, you said it's the perfect phone and you're not gonna buy it. Why?
0: Yeah, it's because I already bought a phone this year.
1: Oh it's oh. fair. Do your part. You
0: know? I should have waited. But no, no I wanted a new like phone. That. You know, it's always gonna be like that. Just with like with the iPad, I finally had like decided i'm gonna buy one and then you were like oh but in the you spring. <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> okay on that note chargepodcast.com thank you for tuning in live we should do this again i thought it was yep. a fun little thing i'm sorry if this was some chaotic energy this episode it's <laughs> because things kept breaking go to the website tweet us tell us on discord how it was um thank you for those who tuned in Listen to us on the radio in Amsterdam. Oh my god, listen to us on Broadcast Amsterdam. See you on the internet. Bye! Bye,
0: friends! Bye!